Welcome to the podcast of Scott Street MB Church. We hope you find this message inspiring and encouraging in your walk as a disciple of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, today is our third Sunday, our last Sunday, as we focus on the spiritual gifts. And today um, we started with uh, Romans 2. And I've come to appreciate the message version of this scripture. And uh, Romans 2.12 in the message reads, So here's what I want you to do. God helping you to take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, your eating, your going to work and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. That's how we use our gifts. By taking our lives and making it an offering to God. Lord, use me. In order for the body to be healthy, it needs to work together as one. I need the kids to stand up for a moment. Uh, Anyone who has a board, can you stand up for a second, children? So, what if your hand said, today I'm going to make cookies? You're going to have to put your boards down. So, with one of your hands, make cookie dough. I was making cookies yesterday. I made some nice peanut butter cookies yesterday, all the kids. Now... If your hand says, I'm going to make cookies, but your feet say, I'm going to climb a ladder, what happens? Now, if you were on a ladder, what would happen? You would probably fall. Or what would happen to the cookies? I have a feeling the cookies would fall on the ground, wouldn't they? Some of you are having trouble stirring and and climbing a ladder at the same time. It's hard. It would splat right on your head. Thank you very much for your excellent work. Thank you. So the hand can't say, I'm going to do my thing, and the feet say, I'm going to do my thing. Um, We are one body designed to to serve Christ, and we all have to work together. One can't say that my spiritual gift is to do one thing and not care about the rest. Our gifts are given that we could work in unison. 1 Corinthians 12, 1 says, Now about the gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. Uninformed is the key word there. Um, Paul wants the people in Corinth to understand what their gifts are, what they are, what they do, who has them, how we use them. And that's exactly what we've done for, uh, we're, we're in our third week now looking at spiritual gifts. We want you to be informed. So to be truthful, I believe that many times we are uninformed about the various spiritual gifts that God has placed in the body. We see them in people, we see them lived out, but we don't really quite understand. And when we don't understand, when we're uninformed, it causes problems, it causes tension, to be honest, it causes a weakness. And I believe that knowledge is power and strength. So that's why we've been focusing on the spiritual gifts, for power and strength for us as a church body. So let's get started with the basics. We started three weeks ago, and we focused on the fact that God wants us to bless the body of Christ by using our spiritual gifts. God gives us gifts to bless the body. Are we together? Yes. This is an, in, in Africa, you would say, are we together? Or in Kikuyu, you would say, and they say that at the end of almost every sentence. Are we together? I don't know. So we agree, God has given us gifts to bless the body. So many times I hear people say, well, well, pastor, if God wants me to teach, then he'll give me the gift and teaching will be easy. Wrong. Wrong. 
Using our gifts doesn't mean that we're doing something that comes easily. Spiritual gifts take passion. They take pursuing on our part. Being used by God, finding and using our spiritual gifts in our lives is, is not all that easy. We have to ask. We have to believe that the gifts are for us. We have to be thirsty and we have to try. Luke eleven thirteen says, If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? We ask. We seek these gifts. John 7, 37, 38. Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as Scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow out of them. Jesus says, come and drink. And that's what I'm encouraging us to do with our spiritual gifts. Come and drink. Try. It takes us pursuing to come and drink. God has placed these gifts within the body for us. And it's a new day and a fresh opportunity today to seek God's gifts and to use them as he's placed them in the church. Sometimes it is asked, okay, these spiritual gifts, do, um, are they essential for salvation? And the answer is no. Then the question is, well then, why, do we, why do, are we supposed to want them? Why are we supposed to seek after gifts? Why are we to use them? Well, we need spiritual gifts because, firstly, they edify, they build up the body of Christ. Next, they lift up brothers and sisters. They make each other better. They give us direction. When we have a word of wisdom or a word of prophecy for another, it gives direction, it helps another. It makes the body stronger. They are a gift from God to be used, and they equip the body for ministry. As we do our work, our body becomes stronger. So, are they essential for salvation? No, not essential for salvation, but they make all the difference in the life of the body of Christ. Many times we don't understand things, and when we don't understand, we, we shy away from them. Um, and I think spiritual gifts are like that for a lot of us. We, we haven't necessarily sought them because we don't quite understand. So what are the gifts that are in the church that we are in today? Scott Street, Amby Church. And what are the gifts that we need right now? We needed gifts with those who could use their hands to build this church. And didn't they build a beautiful church? We needed many, many hands to, to sing. When I look at the pictures of the choir, oh, what were some of the choirs? We had 90, 100 people in choirs back in the day. And in Sunday school, you look back at the pictures, all the boys had bow ties. Did you wear bow ties, gentlemen, when you were? You did. You did. And the, the ladies all looked beautiful, and all those Sunday school teachers, we needed leaders who had gifts for their time. I think about the kitchen. We'll be putting on our, our Christmas lunch this Wednesday. We need a lot of gifted people who know what to do, who won't get in Marga's way and get run over in the kitchen. And you know, I'm in there, and I watch it, and they're loving it. They're working. They're working so hard, and God is using their gifts. Now, let's get, let's get to teaching here. There are three types of uh, groupings of spiritual gifts. Support gifts, motivational gifts, 
and supernatural gifts. Three sort of groupings with 21 gifts in total. Ephesians 4.11 says, And he gave some to be apostles and prophets, evangelists, some teachers and preachers, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, and for edifying the body of Christ. And these are called the five-fold ministries. Number one, apostle, two prophets, three evangelists, four pastors, and five teachers. And all of those spiritual gifts exist here at Scott Street MB Church. Ephesians 4, 12, and 13 tells us that these five-fold gifts are given for what reason? They're given to build up, to perfect the saints, to do the work of ministry, to edify the body of Christ. These five gifts are given to edify, to make us stronger, to make us better. I'm so grateful that these five, this five-fold ministry exists here. The body of Christ is not yet fully mature, is it? I think we are still maturing. The body of Christ is still seeking unity, is it? Yes, we are still bind us together. Tim, thank you for choice of songs again this week. Binding us in a unity as a body of Christ. I am so glad we're on the same team working and serving Christ here. The body of Christ is alive. Now, our five-fold ministry, we don't use those same five words. We have pastors, elders, deacons, teachers, leaders. So, yes, we have apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. We just call them by a different name. If you would like this sermon and some of the details, I'll be happy to send it to you as well. I know some of you are trying to take notes and you're scribbling furiously. I'd be happy to send it to you. Let's look at the motivational gifts. And those are born out of Romans 12, 6 to 8. It says, we have different gifts according to the grace given to us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it's teaching, then if it's encouraging, then give encouragement. If it's giving, then give generously. If it's to lead, then lead diligently. If it's to show mercy, then do so cheerfully. So those are a list of gifts out of Romans chapter 12. Let's look at them. Prophecy. The gift of prophecy. Hear who, hear who, who here. <laughs> That's called dyslexia, isn't it? Who here has, they believe, the gift of prophecy. Because there are those of you here, let me define a gift of prophecy. It's the ability to declare God's truth and to touch the hearts and to bring convictions and peace to others. Many of you have the gift of prophecy. You are wise and good counselors. Many of you have lived many years and you have so much to teach and you're teaching me. There are prophets. There are those who have the gift of prophecy here this morning. In fact, it might even be half of us. It might even be, look to your left. They might have the gift of prophecy. Look to your right. <laughs> Maybe they have the gift of prophecy. Look at yourself. Maybe it's you. As we define these gifts, let's go to the next gift, serving. What is serving? It's the ability to show love by meeting practical needs of others. 
How many of you think you might have the gift of serving, meeting practical needs of... That's a spiritual gift. You know, there are many of you who have this, this spiritual gift. Uh, um, when I needed help moving, who showed up with his truck in the back open and he jammed my stuff in there? You know, Jake... He had such a gift of serving. My goodness, so many of you. Quilters, cooks, cleaners. If you are serving Christ in this way, you are serving the body of Christ and you have this gift. How many have the gift of serving? Quilters, let's see your hands. Sunday school leaders, let's see your hands. Ushers, see your hands. Yes, we have so many of you have the gift of serving. Teaching. The gift of teaching is the ability to clarify truth through study and research. Do we have people in our church with the gift of teaching? Oh, yes, we do. We do. Next, the gift of encouragement. What is the gift of encouragement? The, the Greek word is parakaleo. Parakaleo. To, to give kindness to urge, to exhort towards kindness. The ability to encourage others to grow spiritually, to make good decisions, even during difficult times. Have you ever helped a person in having difficulty make a difficult decision? Have you ever? Yes, you have. Yes, you have. Is that you, Evelyn? Thank you for waking up. Um, she was asleep in mama's arms. There's no better place to sleep in mom's arms than in the front pew at church, let me tell you. How many of you have the gift of encouragement? Let me tell you, many, many of you have this spiritual gift. Giving, this word also means sharing. The gift of giving, the ability to contribute generously, financially, materially for the Lord's work. Many of you love to give. Many of you are so incredible at giving. We'll have a, a, a family dinner, a potluck afterwards, and many of you give. You know those beautiful cupcakes that tend to be there on, on uh, potluck? Uh, do we have cupcakes today? Do we, do we have cupcakes? Yes. You, if you don't usually come to potluck, come grab a, a, a cupcake and leave. It's worth it. Just grab it and, and go. Hide it in your, in your pocket and take it. Giving. It's the, you think it's just a cupcake. It's not a cupcake. It's giving to God's people as we share a meal together. Leadership. Leadership. Also, the Greek word means to manage. The ability to lead a person or a group of people and take them to certain destinations. To lead people. Oh, there are many leaders here. How many of you think that you have the gift of leadership? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're all getting a, a, an inventory today. You're getting a piece of paper. Maybe you've picked one up already that will help you to define which are your top gifts. I can't wait to see when we finish this. The great leaders in this church. I don't want to name any names, but Rodney, some, how that man has been such a gift and such a quiet, strong leader. Amen? Yeah, don't look at him, but he's wonderful. He's wonderful. And the gift of leadership... Now, Rodney, would you say that you have the gift of leadership? Yeah, yeah. You see that in yourself. Yes, and others have affirmed that, and we as a congregation ask you to serve as a leader of the church. Thank, we're so grateful that God has given us spiritual gifts, and then that people use them. How about this one, mercy, 
Do you have the gift of mercy? Also often translated compassion. It's the ability to identify with and to comfort those in distress. How many of you are caregivers? How many of you know how to, yes, have that gift of mercy? Yes, you do. You gravitate towards people and you're in need and you help them. That's, that's your gift. When these gifts are being used by the body of Christ, you know it. Because needs are being met. And our church is strong and as we look around, God is doing incredible things through us. Through you. Because you are serving as God's hands and feet and mouth. This is why we are strong. Because we're using our gifts. The interesting thing is God uses our gifts whether you're aware of it or not. I want you to be aware. I want you to be aware of your gifts, to talk about your gifts, to share your gifts, to tell your children your grandchildren. Lastly, we have the supernatural gifts. And this is sometimes where people get a little afraid. Let's talk about the supernatural gifts out of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 7 to 10. Now, each one of the manifestations of the Spirit, this is verse 7, is given for the common good. It starts off saying, these gifts are given for everybody, common good. To one there is given a spirit of a message of wisdom, another a message of knowledge by means of the same spirit, to another faith by the same spirit, to another gifts of healing by the one spirit, to other miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, and still to another the interpretation of tongues." Now, as Mennonite brethren, we tend to gravitate towards certain gifts, and we don't really focus on, on, on other gifts. I'm going to talk about all of these. Words of knowledge. Do you have the gifts of words of knowledge? This is an insight from your life experience to help a brother or sister. And you share this word of knowledge. I've been through that. I've struggled with that. How can I help you? Let me tell you my story. That's the gift of knowledge. Do you have the gift of knowledge? You do. You do. How about this one? A word of wisdom. And the words of wisdom are words gained from a life of faith. A life of studying God's word. And they're given, these words are given to you to give to others, to help them, to make decisions, to walk in the right path. You have this gift. You have the gift of the word of wisdom. The word of wisdom. And there's some people who are watching on television or watching online. If you want, uh, when we're going to give this test out, I'll be happy to send this out to anyone who wants to help to understand their spiritual gifts. Next, gift of faith. A word of faith in the Bible, the word in Greek is pistis, faith. It carries a sense of confidence, certainty, trust, and assurance. I have the gift of faith, and I will love and serve you and help you. It's a kind of faith that is a leading confidently, leading people to Christ and to a life of serving Christ. The gift of faith. Do you have the gift of faith? Many of you do. I think of Carissa, little Carissa. She's an interesting, gifted young lady. And I think you have the gift of faith. And you don't even know it. And you're just so small. But it doesn't matter how small or how big, God gives us all gifts. Next, the gift of healing. These are the gifts, this is a gift 
of those who have compassion towards the sick. They pray for them regularly. They care for those in need. They have great faith. They trust in God that he will heal, and they pray for healing, and they understand that he doesn't always heal, but they do not stop praying. The gift of healing. Do you have the gift of healing? Do you have compassion for the sick? Do you pray for those in need? If you do, then you have the gift of healing. Gift of miracles, next. And this can be a hard one. The gift of miracles is those with the spiritual gift of miracles have a heightened sensitivity to the presence of God through the Holy Spirit. They take care not to draw attention to themselves, but to what God is doing by pointing out what Jesus is doing. The gift of miracles is saying, did you see what Jesus did? Did you see what Jesus did in that life? How he gave direction, how he grew that young boy into a strong, wonderful young man of Christ. Did you see what he did? The gift of miracles isn't me doing a miracle. It's me pointing out what Jesus did. Do you have the gift of miracles? Yes, some of you do. Gift of prophecy. The prophecy is the ability to define inspired messages mainly found in Scripture, and you give it to others. You take Scripture and you say, this is what God is saying. It's, a, it's the ability to speak in human words through a human being and to let God flow through you. So you might be quoting Scripture. You might be, God might be speaking through you to another to give them direction and care. Gift of prophecy. Do you have the gift of prophecy? Well, some of you do. Now, with prophecy, if you say, God is telling me to tell you something, if, if anyone ever says this to you, you say, thank you, and then you go and you read your Bible to make sure it's true. It's a little bit of a dangerous gift, the gift of prophecy, because I could say anything to you, but you have to, Scripture says, test it with salt. Make sure it's true. Gift of discernment. Holy Spirit gives us discernment to enable Christians to clearly recognize, is this of God is this of Satan? Is this of the world? Is this of the flesh? To discern where is this idea, where is this struggle coming from, and how can I get on the right path to Christ? Do you have the gift of discernment? Some of you do. Let's go to tongues. Tongues is speaking in a, a prayer language. It's a message glorifying God, typically spoken to God. Uh, you can find it in 1 Corinthians 14 too. A language that's unknown to the speaker. And it's used to bless the church. Now, here in our MB church and in, in the traditions I brought up in, it's not very common. It's not very common. And to me, uh, I, sometimes I even might even feel a little uncomfortable with it because I'm not used to it. But it, I'm not going to take it out of the Bible. It says it's in there, so if God's going to give it as a gift, he just didn't give it to me. And our tradition isn't really that comfortable with it. And then the last one is the interpretation of tongues. And this is the ability, when someone is speaking in another language, to say, this is what God is saying. And you speak that word of interpretation to build the church. You speak that word saying, this is what God is saying through the tongues. And again, this is not something that I'm, I'm really familiar with, and it's not part of our Mennonite, our MB tradition, but it's in God's word, so I'm not going to take it out. Yes, yes. There, now, some of you may have the gift of tongues, and, and God bless you. Use it to build our church. Use it to build our church. So these are the gifts. We went through them all, and God wants to use your gifts. So it's important that you hear my heart here. 
The Corinthian church did not understand gifts. So we spent three weeks looking at spiritual gifts. It's important. If these gifts are used poorly, the body is weak. Remember Moses and his, and his arms? When his arms were up, we, they were winning the battle. When they were down, they were losing the battle. If we don't use our gifts, we are weak. If we use them well, we are strong, and God blesses us and uses us. It's important that we are all functioning well. Here's an example. There's a family in the church that has a genuine need. They have a genuine need. They don't have work. Money is short. And they're a part of our body of Christ, and we need to help. So everyone will help in a different way. One person will put their arms around them and say, God bless you, I'm sorry for your difficulty. Gift of mercy. Another one will go across to Sobeys and buy them some groceries for today. The gift of giving. Another one will say, hey, let's teach, can I show you how to budget so that you can have a budget that will help you? The gift of wisdom. Some of you will say, hey, let's go online together and I will help you search for a job. That's knowledge, that's leadership. The gift of knowledge and leadership. Mercy, teaching, administration. Meeting needs, using our gifts to help each other. That was just one example. Now, when you were coming in, you should have got a spiritual gifts inventory. Did you receive one? Can we get some inventories in the back? We need people with those inventories. Who's going to help? Katie's got them. Katie, do you want to give them to a couple people and we can hand them out? I would like this inventory to go home with you. If you are a husband and wife, the husband can have one and the wife can have one because you have different spiritual gifts. Please put your name on the top of the inventory. If you are a visitor, please feel free to fill it in and bring it back. If you're online and you're, you want this, uh, I will send it out to you and then you'll send it back to me. The inventory looks like it's, there it is, it's in your hands. Spiritual, oh, spiritual gifts. And it's about 90 questions. What I'd like you to do is to take your time to look at it sometime this week and to fill in the questions and bring it back next week. If you speak German, if you're more comfortable in German, there is a German version. If you would like a German version and you don't have a German version, put up your hand. Would you like a German version rather than English? Because we'd be happy to hand out the German version. Do you know how hard it was to try to find an inventory that was in English and German? But we found it, and it's a good one. So I'd love you, if you're more comfortable in German, take the German one. So, take this home during your quiet times this week as you're reading your Bible. Open this up, just a couple pages and answer the questions. Now, you can't have a wrong answer. You are saying, this is what I am like. You can't. You can't be wrong. It's not a test. Who knows you best? Nikki, you know your, yourself best. And your mom and your sister and brother probably next. But you know yourself best. That's why I'm asking you to fill this in rather than asking your sister to fill it in, right? So you fill it in for yourselves. And this, once you fill them all in, bring it next week. I can't wait. Bring them to me. I'm going to do all the work. I'm going to do all the arithmetic. I'm going to find out what your gifts are, and I'm going to write you a letter that will say, here are your spiritual gifts that you have indicated on this piece of paper. Jeff, you do one. Trish, you do one. Because I have a feeling your gifts are different. Yeah. 
Let's look at the first question. It says, I am skilled at organizing people to accomplish many different tasks and objectives. Nikki, is that you? Are you skilled? Are you uh, skilled at organizing people and accomplishing things? So, if, if it, you say, yeah, that's really me, you would give yourself five. If you say, no, I'm not really, that's not my thing, you would give yourself a one. And you'd go to the next question. Next question, I want to establish and equip new churches and ministries. I want to start things for Jesus. You go, no, oh, no, I'm, I'm really, that's not what I do for Jesus. You'll give yourself a one. If you say, if you say yeah, I love to start new things. I, I, I want to be a missionary. I love, I love being involved in ministry. You give yourself a five. Now, it doesn't matter you're, if you are a woman or a man, if you are young or old, God has given you gifts. And I want you to know your gifts so that you can share this with one another. So once we get our results, we'll all, uh, we'll all see each other's results too. There's nothing secret here. God gave us gifts for the church for us to use them. It's not like school. This is not a test. Enjoy. Put your name on it. Fill in the numbers and bring it back. And then we're going to have some fun looking at your results. We will collect the forms next week. And a part of your Christmas gift from Pastor Rob will be the results of your test. If you have trouble doing the test or you'd like someone to read it to you or something, let me know. We can help. I'll come over to your house and, and do the test with you. Or I'll send Sarah. She's much nicer. Once we're done, I will write you a letter, and I'll put it in your boxes. If you are a visitor, you put your name on it, and we'll, Katie in the office will have your results and a letter for you at the office. If you're online, send it in, and we will uh, uh, send you the results electronically. When you get the results, you can talk to your husband and your wife, your son, your daughter, talking about gifts. If you'd like them for the kids, like I wonder if it's, what age? Because I already see gifts in the kids. You see, you see personality and you see God is, is doing something with them. Little Charlie, God is, is doing something with you. you. You're so smart and so gifted and kind. Yeah. So, thank you for letting... Today I was, I was Dr. Patterson again and having you do a little bit of work but I hope that you really enjoy the results. I know it's a little, you're not used to taking homework home from church, but this is, this is a little bit of, to make us stronger as a family. Let's remember, as we talked last week, that these gifts mean nothing without love. Remember in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 13, I can, I can prophesy, I can give, but if I don't give in love, if I don't prophesy in love, I'm a banging gong or a clanging cymbal. I'm worthless. And as we think about God's love, again, as we come to the communion table this morning, we're saying to Jesus, thank you for your gifts. I believe in you. I love you. I want to serve you in my giftedness. Show me my gifts and use my gifts to change the lives of others. Teach me and use me as your son of God. For listening for 
any questions about the message or to contact any of our pastors, please visit scottstreetchurch.ca.